Turn down the script. Yeah. From the ship up to broadcast step. We're going in. Passing yours, FM. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show, trouble the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people we can enjoy loyal from the base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Hey, what, what, what's new? Uh, what are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout live back in our time slot. Yes. How about that? How many weeks has it been? Four? I, I, I suppose. I don't pay attention anymore. Uh, here's the thing, though. If you want to join us... We're live, and we are ready to talk to you. I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs, and that is the Satchel Patch on 106.7 WJFK. If you want to get in, this is how you do it. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. You can hit us up on the phones that way. Uh, hideout Radio on the Instant Messenger. AOL Instant Messenger, name Hideout Radio. You can hit us up on there, talk with us that way. Um, after the show tonight, J-Space... Dubs Space Hideout is where you can play me on Xbox Live Madden 2009. Who cares? And if you go to WJFK.com, you can download the podcast that we have up there and listen to me while you play me on Xbox Live. It's all about dubs, if you mm-hmm. want to be honest. Hey, we got a lot of stuff uh, on tap for you until Joe Radio at 9 o'clock, including the Tickle Monster. Floppy <laughs> seconds lead to a stabbing. And, of course, some football. Yeah, we're going to talk some football tonight, getting ourselves ready for... It's the Sport of Kings. Uh, yeah. Better so, than Diamond Rings. So I hear. Football. Football. That's coming up if you want to get in. So 800-636-1067. It's so good to be back in the hideout. Because uh, we haven't been here for so long. Yeah, we used to do late nights. We're back on Saturday nights if you're just now accidentally finding us. And uh, it's the same old Hefe and Dubs with a grown-up show and a toddler in the satchel patch who is now with us. And uh, also, I want to just jump in and say this real quick. An actual good weekend of college football so far. And it looks like it's going to keep on getting better tonight with uh, USC taking on Ohio. Ohio State. State. Yeah. So that should be uh, interesting. Congratulations to the Terps, by the way, for their big win today over Cal. USF had a great game last night for those of you watching on ESPN over Kansas. Uh, right now, you got Georgia up over South Carolina, Notre Dame beating Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, there's some good stuff. We'll keep you up to date on all of that and get you some uh, previews for the NFL tomorrow. But first, here in the hideout, we like to talk about just about everything, including some. We're in D.C. How about a little old politics? How about that, Sarah Palin? America's Princess Sarah Palin just coming through in the clutch. Uh, really, 
I have done a ten com- point bump. I have done a complete one eighty on this woman. Have you? Yes. She is a goddess. Yes. She. I'm. T- I have never known someone more qualified for the presidency. And I'll even say this: Princess of the World, mm-hmm. Governor Sarah Palin. You cannot go wrong with this woman. She. Now, let me tell you a couple of the things that excite me about this Sarah Palin, if I would, for a moment. Uh, just really quickly. Her glasses. I love them. I love they them. They are cute. And because of her glasses, that's another Very reason. librarian. That's why I would vote for her, because mm-hmm. her glasses. The other thing I really like about her, too, uh, she's just she's a hockey mom. You know, and hockey moms, they got it tough. And I have you ever tried to get four kids into a into a vehicle? And then you got the Down syndrome one too. Oh God! I mean, he's eating crayons. I mean, I just I I gotta vote for her because she's a she's a hockey mom and man, that's a tough job. And uh, in addition to that, as related to this Sarah Palin, because I tell you, uh, she's a princess. She's a she's funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like she's a uh, a female Don Rickles the way she delivers her speeches. She is well, her, just her political views. Yeah, she is just on fire, this woman, and I am so happy that she's going to be the next princess of the world or vice president of the United States. A complete 180. Mm-hmm. I've been sold. I, I tell you, man, I sat there and I listened to her. Especially, this is what won me over. No joke. When she sat down with Charlie Gibson this week, and he asked her, he threw her a curveball of a question, which some people are calling unfair. I think she hit it out of the park. Do you agree with the Bush Doctrine? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have that. And uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should... Uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our I don't know how I can clap while covering my heart at the same time. Well, that and, of course, I mean, you got to look out for down below because she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. That Princess Sarah Palin, I, I think there you saw that Charlie Gibson tried to throw her a curveball. Once again, she's not the Serrano of Mm-mm. vice presidents. She can hit the curveball, and she knocked it out of the park right there. That Princess Palin. So I'm just incredibly excited that she's going to be, um, you know, representing me because she represents everything that I stand for, and that's teenage pregnancy, uh, that's retarded people, and that's eyeglasses. You know what? She she defends. The humor we do on this show—that's what she does. She uh, nurtures the retards. Because I'll tell you what—if it if it was like you know on the left side and all the Those dirty liberals, yeah, them uh, aborting all their Down syndrome kids. What kind of joy would this show have? Exactly. So thank you, Sarah Palin. I'm sorry, Princess Palin, for once again coming through in the clutch. And I'll tell you this: after hearing her answer mm-hmm. when it came to Charles Gibson, I know for a fact she's ready to lead. She is ready to lead on day one. From what I hear, Sarah Palin personally right now is scooping all of the water out of Galveston and putting it back into the Gulf of Mexico. She's a hockey mom. Well, that's what hockey moms do, duh. I mean, the ice melts eventually. You know what? 
if if she becomes vice princess of the United States, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that she gives a cowbell to all of us. So when we're when we're seeing her get inaugurated, we are just banging on that cowbell and maybe you know half cowbell, half air horn. And then we just do that whole thing. As hockey mom of the nation, I am so glad that Princess Palin is here for us. Orange slices and Capri Sun for everyone. Yeah! yeah. Pizza party. I lo- everyone in the back of the van are going to Chuck E. Cheese. And you Sarah- get an ice cream. You get an ice cream. Sarah Palin's paying for it. Only one slice, though. One slice. Yeah, I mean, of course. Not made of money. And, if, and we don't want any of that bacon or sausage because we don't believe in that pork. Cheese. Uh, yeah, exactly. 800-636-1067 if you want to hop into the hideout and share your thoughts over the new Princess Palin. Uh, so you have that going on. Also, too, you had this hurricane and the latest with this. Now, the last time we were on the air, we were talking about the hurricane. What was that, Gustav? Yeah. Gustav is so October. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, so August. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's go to line one. Paul. Paul, you're in the hideout. Awesome. Hello, Paul. Ah, Paul just rolled out. Sorry, we missed you there. Well, you know what he was doing. Hmm. He was going and he was gone, He was getting his chick those Sarah Palin glasses mm-hmm. because that's what everyone wants. It is the new thing right now. Well, uh, and uh, it looks like Tina Fey will be playing Sarah Palin on SNL. They just re- uh, announced her return to SNL to play. Sarah Palin. Well, you know what? What I really liked about it, too, about the Sarah Palin, she's diverse. I loved her in Baby Mama. She was fantastic in that movie, and when she used to do the news late nights on Saturday nights at Sarah Palin, she was so funny. She was so funny. I love her. I'm I'm just gobbling her up. Oop. (laughs) Sexual harassment. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, 800-636-1067. Uh, let's talk about something serious, though. Okay. Uh, just for a moment, if we can stop, you know, just drooling all over Sarah Palin. Well, no, that's what her kid's doing. Mm. Oh, that's right. That's right. Someone get that baby a wet nap. Uh, let me ask you about this. This Hurricane Ike. You a little disappointed? Why? Why would I be disappointed? It, it attacked the worst state in the Union, Texas. Smacked it like it was Tina. Hey, and uh, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well hey, here's the thing: if this happened three years ago, this would have been a catastrophe. But enough people got out where it didn't seem as bad as it probably. Not out of been. Galveston. Yeah, yeah. Like forty percent of the people in Galveston tried to stay by, and that's the place that you know took really the direct hit. And everybody on the news is saying, you know, if you get out or you're going to die. Right. Well, if if it was three years ago, it would have been ninety um, percent were still there. Mm-hmm. So I think overall, and Galveston isn't huge, is it? Yeah, it's it's pretty big. It's kind of like a barrier island or something like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, on a, on a, a big ass sandbar mm-hmm. uh, right right off the the mainland there. Mm-hmm. And so when it, when it comes in, it will wash it away. You know, reclaim well, all that land. And did you see all the houses right there on the uh, on the beach? They were all like these really cheap wooden ones that. Uh, if I was going to build a house where you can't get it covered in insurance, I think I would go brick. I, I I may have learned something from the Three Little Pigs when I was a kid, that I go brick when I'm thinking something's going to blow it down. Yeah, you can't, though, because it's going to seek right into the beach. I don't think you can do that. I think you got to go wood because of that. But just to be perfectly honest with you, now, that's fine. And we'll get a hold of my mom a little bit later who's living in Houston, and we'll just see how she's doing. I just want to see how that's going. But more importantly... Like we were talking about when it came to Gustav, how is this going to affect 
Football. Football. The sport of kings? Yes. Better than diamond rings? Football. Sundays in the snow? Football. Weekend Warriors toe-to-toe? Mm-hmm. Now, what's the latest? Because I thought I had heard that the yeah. Houston game is going to be postponed. They had moved it to Monday night, but instead now they look like they may have to move it even further because Reliance Stadium was all jacked up. It's got that retractable roof up there, and some of the chunks were taken off due to the wind. I mean, it made landfall. The hurricane made landfall. It's a Category mm-hmm. 2. About 110 mile an hour wind, so that's pretty powerful. Uh, so it did some damage to the stadium. Uh, it really wouldn't affect the uh, structural integrity of the of stadium. So I don't know why they'd want to delay the game. But uh, if, apparently if there's actual field damage, though. You kind of have to. Oh, it's a retractable roof. You know, they had, they closed that thing up. I'm, uh, I would hope that the person in charge of, of closing that roof didn't leave it open for. A... It's just like having a uh, having like a jeep. No matter how tightly you close that thing, it's going to leak a little bit onto your field. Right. Right. You know, you're right. You know, um, to be, this is something I was like, I was sitting here and I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. Honestly, we should do. Uh, we need to ask, we need to ask Sarah Palin what she would do, because she's a hockey mom and she, she wouldn't play football and she knows about sports. So I think that she can give us the answer, not only to everything, but also as to whether or not Houston is going to continue to play. Uh, this Monday night, I'm looking and I'm seeing that it doesn't look like it's going to happen. No, I don't think they are. They, they've, they've moved it already from uh, Sunday to Monday, and there was a little bit of water damage at street level as well around the stadium, and it's going to take a little while to get it repaired. So uh, they're probably going to have to move it. They don't know, uh, you know, when they're going to get it repaired. They don't know when Houston's going to be able to kick up their. Uh, they're a regular schedule there at home, but is, I wouldn't imagine it's going to be too long. Yeah, I would think so. Hey, let's come back on the other side of this, 800-636-1067, if you want to serve a big old heap of praise on Palin. We'll also break down some of the football games, skins. You got you got a New Orleans team um, that struggled a little bit against Tampa Bay, uh, but at the same time, you looked awful. In week one. So where are you standing as far as that goes? We'll give you some of the latest injury updates, including what is going on with this Vince Young. Uh, you want to talk mm-hmm. about a couple of quarterbacks that have really crapped the bed, Young and Liner. And if you have to think about it, which one would you have taken now? And Houston, ironically, how smart do they look with their number one pick? We'll come back on the other side of this. There's a whole lot still to get to, including the stabbings of the sloppy seconds. Oh, and the Sarah Palin doll. If you don't already have it, you gotta get it. Love it, doll. It's awesome. Back on the other side of this, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hey Jim, we now have everything we need in life. You, Joe Flacco, crab cakes, and the clap. Sign Baltimore. Why would the hideout? Oh, happy Jacobs. Caution, retards in area. Hideout. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night, 800-636-1067. If you want to get in on what we already touched on so far, Sarah Palin, the princess. Knocking out of the park. Also, too, Hurricane Ike. Mm-hmm. We were just talking some football on the way. Of course, this was the seven-year or seven year anniversary uh, this past week of 9-11. Coming up, we'll talk to an author talking conspiracies. That'll happen during the 8 o'clock hour of the hideout. And if you're on your way out to watch football or way back home to watch football, just 
turn the dial down on that and pop us up because I, I can't handle play-by-play anymore. It, it gets really, especially like the um, national ESPN ones, that woman who does games annoys the hell out of me on a daily basis, so I always turn it down and listen to something instead of the actual game call. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's see. Let's talk skins first. Skins versus New Orleans. Got a 1 o'clock start tomorrow. Uh, what are we looking at as far as this goes? Skins look awful in week one against look, the Giants. They look terrible. To finish off the preseason, I think they got outscored 71-6 or something like that. And then last week you got New Orleans against Tampa Bay. Did not look great. But, what do you mean? But came away with the win. I didn't think New Orleans looked very good against the Tampa Bay team as well. That didn't show a whole lot. Nope. I, didn't, I didn't think New Orleans was clicking on all cylinders, but I think that win over Tampa Bay. Bush had about 112 yards receiving the ball. He ran the ball. Exactly. I mean, Drew Brees looked nice. Tampa Bay has one of the best defenses in the NFL last year, the best defense yeah, in, in the in NFC. In 2001. They haven't been really great at defense or offense in a real long time. The Bucks? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Bucks. The Bucks. But they, they were a playoff team. Offense especially looks weak. So. Wait, wait, wait. A playoff team in the NFC South means nothing. All right. So are we going to give this? Are we talking Saints here? Saints over the Skins? Is that what we're thinking? I'm, I'm thinking yeah. so, man. I don't. With the loss last last week to the to, to New York Giants, who they didn't look all that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Washington just looks weak. You know, the Redskins, I really expected a lot more out of Jason Campbell. I'm expecting a lot out of Clinton Portis, and I'm not seeing anything out of either one of those two. The playmakers at receiver are not really doing the thing. Hey, is Portis still dressing up for his interviews? Is that still happening? Uh, he usually doesn't kick that up until uh, a few weeks in, right? I don't think he did that all season. He just does it, like, sporadically. Right. Okay, I just wanted because that's really the most important thing for your Skins fan. Um, 800-636-1067. Give me some of those other 1 o'clock games really quickly. Oh, uh, we got the big one. Tennessee and Cincinnati we were talking about earlier. Tennessee with the quarterback controversy that's been going on all week long with Vince Young. Who's, uh, who's starting this week? Kerry Collins? Yeah. And finally, everybody's coming to uh, – I've, I've thought for the longest time he's a poor man's Michael Vick. He doesn't run as good as Michael Vick, and he doesn't throw as good as Michael Vick. But he plays better in clutch situations. He's a winner. Yeah. He really is. He's a winner. He's one of those guys that you want. Honestly, to have the ball when it kind of comes down to the end. But when you think about just about any of the quarterbacks, is that why he threw about six touchdowns last year? If that. But again, he's a winner. Yeah. Some guys just know how to get it done, and they're clutch. Yeah, I wouldn't want him the whole season long. But if I was in a clutch situation in the playoffs, I'd want him. I think it all goes back to that one game against USC. So it's Titans against Cincinnati. Yeah, we got uh, Tennessee's at Cincinnati. Green Bay at Detroit. Aaron Rodgers is going to be going again against another awful team. Detroit got beat by the Atlanta Falcons I wanna, last week. I know that if you listen to the hideout at all, you know that Dubs uh, with uh, Don Geronimo had many a bets against the then Don and Mike show afternoons, now the Michael Mayer show. Many a bets you lost to Don yes. based on your Lions. Uh, I have n- we have not spoken since, I guess. How disappointed. You thought this was going to be the year for you. and you guys I was don't... hoping for a, a over 500 season, mm-hmm. and we looked worse than we did last year. Remember last week? Got the... spanked by Atlanta Falcons. Remember when I said we were talking about who was going to have more wins, the Skins or the Lions, and I said the Skins, the Lions will have four, and the Skins will have five? I would like to amend that. I think I, I, think I agreed with you. I think yeah. that... Uh... Let, me, let me amend it. They're both going to win two games this year, and... Um, 
I really I feel think we have way. a shot this weekend against Green Bay Packers. Sure you do. We do. Sure you the do. The Packers aren't that good. If they're playing crashes. But the, oh, the Atlanta Falcons are something to write home about? Matt Ryan? They are. No, right. no. But, I mean, we... If they didn't jump out to that 21-point lead. Oh, yeah, of course. No, we, we got shocked at the beginning, and they went way up. And then from then on out, we beat them after we got our, our stuff together. Of course. Yeah, that's what matters the most. I don't, I don't see it happening this week for the Redskins at New Orleans. Uh, Detroit, or, or excuse me, New Orleans at the Redskins. So mm-hmm. I think on the road, Drew Brees had 350 yards, three touchdowns. Right. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit, Aaron Rodgers looked good in his debut as a starter for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I see him waxing Detroit. They're terrible. Oakland at Kansas City. This is a good old old school rivalry game with two teams that absolutely suck. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, is there any good teams in the NFL? I mean, everyone we brought up is terrible. The Colts look bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Colts look bad. And by the way, that Oakland at Kansas City. I don't know about you guys because I'm an NFC guy, mm. but I just I every time I would ever pass on and see Oakland or Kansas City playing on CBS, mm. and I guess the, the AFC has been on CBS for forever yeah. essentially. I just look at it and go, yuck. I'd rather go oh, outside. All AFC games. Yeah. I can't hand, I can't handle the CBS coverage right. of uh, of games because I don't know for some reason the uh, the how bright they have the field and everything they got their whole configuration and their presentation is so 1994. It, it, it's terrible. Uh, also, two in a one o'clock game. You got the Giants at St. Louis. Uh, you got Giants there. I think easily Indianapolis at Minnesota. That'll be a good one. Minnesota disappointed in week one. Indianapolis disappointed in week one. Um, so to see who comes out on that one, Chicago at Carolina also ought to be pretty good. Carolina looked good with their last second win out at uh, in San Diego. Uh, Jake DeLoma's back. Last second touchdown to end the game. They look pretty good against uh, a lot of people have the Chargers going to the Super Bowl, and some people even have them winning it. And then finally, your final 1 o'clock game, Buffalo at Jacksonville. Um, what do you got in that one? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo looked really good last week. They did, uh, and Buffalo, they could be picked to win their division now with uh, Tom Brady going out with his knee injury. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I'm going to go Jacksonville just so that they don't have their feelings hurt. And Jacksonville's at home. they got a good squad, too. 800-636-1067. We'll hit the 4 o'clock games and the Monday and the Sunday games and, also. And Vince Young. We'll talk about him in a little bit as well. Uh, Baltimore and Houston, by the way, got moved to week Ten. Did they both have a bye week or something? That, I, I don't no, their bye weeks were off, I think. Double header. That's what they're going to do. Are there two games that weekend? I don't know. I doubt it. They have to just play that one on, uh, give us a, an extra on that Thanksgiving, that Friday. Um, or even even on Thanksgiving. Just do it like that. Okay, here's here's what's going on. The, uh, the, uh, the game's moving to week ten, uh, and the Bengals-Texans game that was supposed to be on week ten will be moved to week eight. I don't like all this special treatment. No. Why, this is bunk. Why, do, why does it matter if they can play at home? Let's just move it back over to uh, a neutral stadium. That's not fair because you know that Houston is known for their uh, just tremendous home field yeah. advantage. Well, that's what, uh, that's what uh, the New Orleans Saints did a couple years ago yeah. with Katrina. They started playing right up the road in well, Baton Rouge. They, really, New Orleans. they really couldn't do anything in that uh, Superdome. And so. by the way, New Orleans hasn't been the same since. I think you would agree. And yeah. I, think, I think that's part of the reason. It is a claim now. I'm talking about the city. Um, all right, let's talk Vince Young for a moment then. What okay. happened with him? Vince Young um, got kind of depressed last week from what the media is saying. He said it wasn't that bad. Apparently, well, he tried he, to become a better quarterback and started watching game film on himself. But he, um, I heard he was just really disappointed because he was a Tom Ridge guy. And he thought, what is this pick of Palin? Which, by the way, I couldn't disagree with him more. 
She's a princess. I love her. She's a hockey mom. She has great glasses. Maybe uh, maybe he took the term, he's got a gun, literally, you know, mm. when they talk about his arm. So what, he's suicidal? Is that uh, That's on? what his uh, his therapist said, that he was talking about suicide, so he called, she called, or he called, I can't, I don't know if his what, therapist is here. His mom called the team to begin yeah. with. His mom and his family couldn't find the kid. And they uh, uh, heard of him driving around with a gun, mm-hmm. and uh, they finally found him. And he says it was overblown. He wasn't going to kill himself. It was overblown. He, come on. Who says they are going to kill himself after they get caught? I mean, the kid got hurt, injured in the game. If he wanted to kill himself, he would have. That's the whole thing. He doesn't want to kill no, himself. he's scared. He I've seen him play in the fourth quarter. Y'all call him clutch. He's scared then, and he's scared to kill himself. If he, if he was clutch, he would have done it. He would have ended it right then and there, but he's scared. He couldn't pull the trigger. He was shot, and he got Don't sacked. Don't be racist. Don't he, be racist. He got sacked by the by the police. Oh, Jake, I'm sure he did that. Oh, oh, you said trigger. All right, my bad. 800-636-1067. So, right, so what's the deal then? Um, well, he's, him and Jeff Fisher say it wasn't that big of a deal. He's hurt, though, isn't he? Yeah, so he's out for four weeks. He's going to get some uh, some rest. His feelings are hurt, right? Yeah. I, I don't understand. He's tender. And I don't know if... Uh, if this is true, but this is what I've heard from many of the analysts out there, and they, they're afraid to say it now. Mm-hmm. But the black has a, uh, a extra tear duct that makes them more emotional back out in the uh, in the field. How they are bred, they have an extra tear duct. All right, so now you're doing what a Jimmy the Greek thing? W the Greek. W the Greek. Yeah. And and their frontal lobe, they hold more memories and depression. Okay. Uh, so this is the way you want to talk about Vince Young, like this. They would get two very emotional blacks together back, and then they would have them breed. And they became crybabies. Yeah. That's what it, all right. W the Greek, uh, mm-hmm. I no longer want to hear from you, just like I no longer want to hear from Jimmy the Greek or anyone. I'll just say Greeks as a whole when it comes to the hideout. We'll come back on the other side of this, 800-636-1067, if you want to join us on a Saturday night. Hey, let me ask you this really quickly. If a if a guy came up to you and said, "Can I tickle your son?" Would you allow it? Would you allow the tickle monster to tickle your son? Absolutely. I would join him and I'd say, "Let's tickle that little turd." I would be his cohort, the cuddle bug. I'll tell you where that comes up, and also too, uh, there might be a bigger creep in the world, and who you might want to be on the other side of that. Plus nine eleven conspiracies and some more that Palin dog I tell you about. Uh, it, this. Going through the roof, skyrocketing the prices are. I don't know if you heard this or not. They haven't really been talking about this when it comes to Palin. I've seen this on blogs and stuff. She's a hockey mom. It's the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Listen to the Hideout. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Sexy. Notice has a point at the top. Tell me more. It's just the right shape. Oh, yes. The atheist's nightmare. Hideout. Another dimension, so to say. Because you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here. Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. In the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, El Jefe and J-Dubs, Satchel Patch, hanging out with you. 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. Talk about that tickle monster in a second. First, though, Dubs, yeah. are you even surprised that we're alive today? 
I I will say that I thought the world was going to end Wednesday, but I found out why it didn't. All right, because did you hear about this? The large, uh, what is it, Hardron Collider it, over in the French Swiss, Swiss uh, border? Yeah, it's the particle accelerator slash particle collider um, where, uh, yeah, they're trying that's to... That's the one that takes you back to the future, right? They didn't actually right. do that, did you? You can't do that. What? What they were trying to do. We, we yeah. studied that in uh, in high school chemistry. If you actually try to do that, it'll create a black hole and we'll all be sucked into it and die. That's what people are afraid of. They they're are trying to recreate the Big Bang. Yeah, they're they are uh, trying to find out because atoms only make a By very. We oh. already recreated the Big Bang. Uh, she's called Sarah Palin in the original Big Bang. That was Ronald Reagan, and she has great glasses. I'm voting for. Her. What, what we're trying to figure out with this uh, is only a small percentage of. The universe is actually made of atoms, which we thought that was everything. I, we thought everything was atoms. But what about there's, the this, there's this thing called uh, uh, dark matter. Don't be racist. I'm trying. I know we were talking about Vince Young, but that's not fair. Oh, whatever, W the Greek. Don't give me that look. Stop it. The black hole. All it right. Was, uh, all right. All right. But uh, we're trying to figure out what that is. That could be the key to time travel. And different types of things like that. So, um, a stuff they got on Spider Man, right? Higgs Boston, I think they call it the God Particle. So that's what yes. they're trying to find. They're trying to figure out what that is. And you've been against this forever, correct? In the past three years, I've been screaming, we can't do this, we can't do this. And they fired it up. I was watching the live webcam at 2 a.m. when they turned it on. Um, now, how many other webcams did you have on? And where are right. your pants up above your ankles? Yeah, well, you know, I have to. Uh, I have to have some comic relief. Mm -hmm. and I thought the end of the world would have been perfect after running a batch of something completely more horrific. Of course. Um, but uh, yeah, they uh, yeah, there was a there's a black hole in the one I was watching, oh, right, okay. and uh, the other one too. Um, <clears throat> but they ha I haven't started colliding the particles yet. They just turned it on to get it speeded up. Okay, so when when are we going to actually have this happen? Four weeks. So it'll take four weeks before the, the particles collide? Collide them. Yeah. Oh, so we got four weeks to live then? Yes. Love it. What are you going to do between now and then? Um, Walk my dog. That's it? Yeah, because I don't have any money. So I, I can't go out and live it up before the end of the world, or I would. If I had millions of dollars, I'd yeah, spend it. Get a credit card. Get some credit cards if we're, if we're really going to be dying in four weeks. What do you care? You know what I'm going to be doing? Hmm. Hitting the streets, getting people registered to vote for Sarah Palin because she has a Down Syndrome kid. I don't know if you heard, so i got to vote for her. You know what? I'm going to write in the Down Syndrome kid because what does it matter? What does it matter if we're all going to die? Yeah. I can write in a Down Syndrome kid to be our president. I think it's, Corky. I think it's incredibly important for that. Mm -hmm. So, all right, so this thing isn't going to happen then. It's not, we, it is going to happen. We are going to die in four weeks. We're going to die in four weeks. There we're all going to be sucked into a black hole and never return. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, if this happens, and you start freaking out, and you're watching on a live webcam, and you just think the feed breaks, all right, and it starts sucking everything in. And, and then... Oh, if the feed broke, I would be out there. Um... <laughs> what if they did this as a big prank, like the old radio guy, you know, aliens had landed and stuff like this, but uh, right. they break the feed, and, and it's a black hole, and, and people really panic. Uh, if that happened, I would be out there yeah. being a serial killer or a serial rapist or something just completely... So you're not you disregarding society because you don't want to we're all about to die. You don't want to get credit cards, but you'll go out and start raping and pillaging. Listen, if I I can't get a credit card in about 30 seconds, you know, I can start doing all that kind of stuff. What would you, what would you get first? 
Hmm. First thing you, you begin to pillage. Do you rape first or pillage first? Pillage. All right, what do you go get? What's the first thing on your item? You, the, the world is ending today. I have got to have this. Get some ice. You know, go out. I want to go out in style. I want to, I want to go out in diamonds. Right. I was really going to go get some ice and smoke it. Get high as hell. <laughs> I, I don't Bring wanna, it on. I don't want to sleep this. PZP. I don't want to sleep this entire time. If I only have four weeks, I want to be awake the whole time. Give me some meth. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that I want to roll. I'll sleep when I'm dead in four weeks. When Get some acid. If it doesn't kill you instantly, it'll be like trippy. Like you're laying in those salt tanks they have in Vegas and you're, you're dreaming. You know, I might go with the LSD. I, I, I'm kind of scared of it. Right. But uh, I think I would do it. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Hideout radio on the AOL Instant Messenger. So you only got four weeks to live. Mm -hmm. And uh, because this, this new uh, particle collider that's going to be happening yeah. in the next few uh, in the next few weeks that they fired up and will finally it's be going. It's, I believe, like over 10 miles. In 17. 17. 17. Yeah. So let me ask you this then. This was the um, this past week seven year anniversary of 9/11. Yeah. Do you believe in conspiracies at all? Like in general. In general, when, yeah. When I you, do think there's some out there. When you when you hear about when you hear conspiracy or conspiracy theorist, do you automatically write it off or I, do you buy I, it? I I figure he's probably a nut, but I think there's some that are reasonable and have some decent theories. You're a Dallas guy. Mm -hmm. You like Dallas? What about that guy down there uh, where JFK got killed? Leon that guy Oswald? Uh, no, the guy that's always out there grinding people. You know, like, this is what happened. This is where the guy was. He's out there every freaking day. Right by the picket fence. There's a guy out there screaming that? Yeah, you never seen him. He's selling books. He he, he does all the research about it mm -hmm. right there by the library. Because the first time I uh, went down the downtown Dallas area, we actually parked right by the, is it the books suppository? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the suppository. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what's, what's the real word? I know Depositor. it's not. Is that, is that yeah. right? Yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait, come on now. Quit doing that. No, it is. No. It's suppository. You got it right. No, that's what you stick up your... No, 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 no. no. What are you talking about? That's where you put books. That's It's a similar. It's a similar mm -hmm. thing. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so they're at the book suppository. <laughs> yeah, shut up, y'all jackasses. Stop it. Oh, what the jackasses. Depos whatever the hell it is. Uh, come on now. From Arkansas. <laughs> But anyway, we, we parked there, and then my buddy was like, that's where uh, uh, JFK was shot. There's a building where he was up there in the library on the 7th floor or whatever. And so he's, and there's this, yeah, uh, and there's this guy right around the corner, and he said, this guy's always over there. He'll go tell you what happened. Go talk to him. So he's over there with his book stand selling books. And, you know, the guy was behind the fence right here, The you know, whatever. Right. He'll tell you the whole story. Uh, let me ask you this. All right, let me go through some of these conspiracies and see if you would side with them, all okay. right? Area 51. You think that was a conspiracy? Yes. All right. So you believe in that one? Yes. Death of Princess Diana? No. No conspiracy there? No. Okay. What about this? The Order of the Skull and Bones. What What uh, are they saying about it? Like, Isn't that the whole thing where they went to all went to Yale? Yes, yeah, fraternity. There, it, it, it does exist. I saw it in a movie once. Actually, three times. Yeah, with uh, Pacey. There were two sequels. Uh, the Moon Landing? No. You believe that was real? I believe that was real. What about... We already talked about the JFK assassination. What about 9-11? Conspiracies. Uh, no, no conspiracy there. Not at all? No. That's stupid. What's that's that? one of the dumbest ones I've ever heard. Why, 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 now, let me ask you this. What makes that one dumber than any of the other? Because we see planes. What, hey. what, but what makes that dumber than the suppository? <laughs> <laughs> Not much. We'll come back on the other one's side. One's cold. 
Ukraine makes Ukraines. <laughs> we'll come back on the other side. We'll get into those a little bit. Plus, we'll give a preview of the 4 o'clock games for this week two in the NFL. And finally, J-Dubs, I got kind of a um, – mm-hmm. I don't know why I did this. Let me ask you this question really quickly, and I'll give you the answer of what people were thinking. I have an answer because you're gay. That is – actually might go in. Okay. The majority of people were asked, pet owners, mm-hmm. if they were to be on a stranded island, you know, on a deserted island, would they rather have their pet or their significant other? I have an answer for that. I know you do, because you're gay. We'll come back on the other side and get the answers in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I don't like being on that side of it. Hideout. Hideout. Answering the big question. World hunger. Terrorism. And the biggest question. Do you take it in the... Do you take it in the... Sodomite, the hideout. But we will destroy this place. Hideout. Hour 2 in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK Live. If you want to get in, 800-636-1067. I'll have J-Dubs and the Satchel Patch with you. Uh, let's talk 4 o'clock games. We know that tomorrow, the Saints at the Skins. We pretty much earlier said Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a W for the Saints. San Francisco at Seattle. West Seattle. Who's going to watch that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Who is going to watch that? Seattle lost last week in Buffalo. In San Francisco. What? It's San Francisco with J.T. O'Sullivan at the helm. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. That's going to be, I think, another one for the Falcons, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, New England at the Jets. That'll be a good game right there. That's the one with the big storyline, Brady mm-hmm. going down, Favre, of course. And then the whole Mangini versus Belichick uh, pass. You see how, how big of a genius Bill Belichick is, is if you, if you can just plug anybody in like they plugged Tom Brady in when Bledsoe went down. Right, with Matt Castle. But the thing but is... Matt Castle hasn't started a game since high school. Oh, talent of the NFL, you big... I love the NFL because it's superior talent. Now you got a starting quarterback that hadn't played since high school on what is the best one of the Super Bowl favorites. There's your talent level right there. He hasn't played a game since he was in high school. Now you're going to force me. You're going to force me to uh, to root for New England. Yep. Just after that smart-ass <laughs> comment. Cause it, really, though, there's, the, there's your talent level of the NFL, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, San Francisco Giants, with J.P. Sullivan or whatever the hell is J.T. O'Sullivan. J.T. O'Sullivan. The San Francisco Giants, the Atlanta Falcons, and now Matt Castle, who hadn't San played Francisco a, Giants. a foot. Uh, I always say that, the 49ers. Uh, and then Matt Castle, who hadn't played a, a, a game since high school. And now and he he's play, the starting quarterback. And for he, the played, uh, he played behind a dud from USC. Hey, let me ask Two you. Two duds. Yeah. Carson Palmer. Let me ask you this, though. As far as Tom Brady getting hurt, were you excited about that? Yes. yes. I loved it. <laughs> right at the same time. I hate him, man. Why? It's, it's, and it's, uh, I don't hate him because of the way he plays football. I guess I kind of like that. But it's the way he carries himself. And it's to be a ladies' man or something like that. But I, yeah, it, that's it, not what I hate about him. I love Jesus. I like someone to be humbled. 
Yeah. I, you know, it's always nice when someone, you know, he, he's had too much going for him. I like uh, seeing people being taken down a few times. That may be what it is. Like, you see now, Derek Jeter. The only way it would have gotten better is if he would have got hit in the knee and would that force from being hit in the knee would have blown him right into Bill Belichick and he would have uh, gotten his knee taken out, too. But if, or if, uh, we could have just seen him cry on, on national yeah. television like the little sissy he is. My, Miami at Arizona. Uh, that one probably going to be Arizona. Talent of the NFL. What a great game that's going to be to watch. The Miami Dolphins don't make and me the go, Arizona Cardinals. Don't make me go through the crap that was the college uh, as well. It's a lot better than San Francisco, Atlanta, New England, the New York Jets with the old Brett Favre, Miami and Arizona. San Diego at Denver, San Diego. I like Denver. That's one of the, that's one of the good Diego, matchups. San Diego. I, I, Denver is... All right, but San Diego's do. I think Denver's going to be a surprise team with Jay Cutler uh, and, and some of the, the playmakers they have at receiver. I really like Denver. I think that's a sleeper team this season. One problem, he has diabetes. And I don't know if you heard, but that's fatal. Mm. So I don't even know if he's going to make it to week four. By the way, speaking of week four with this whole big bang thing they're trying to recreate, yeah. Jobs, that actually I'm going to have to reevaluate the number of wins I'm giving the Skins and the Lions. <laughs> I'm going to have to go ahead and go with none. With a, a, cut, a season cut short by, due to black hole. I don't think that either one will get a win before this thing explodes over in France and on the Swiss border. Pittsburgh at Cleveland is your Sunday night game tomorrow night. Uh, I'm Pittsburgh, I think, probably. Pittsburgh. Yeah, my apologies. And then Monday night, I'm so pissed that I canceled my cable because it's on ESPN, Philly at Dallas. And that, you have to go to a bar and watch it. No, nah, yeah, I do mornings. I can't do that. I will not be. Uh, there's no way. I'm usually in bed by 8:30. Uh, I think the Cowboys there are going to win that one. Uh, the Cowboys. Now everybody's going the other way right now and saying, you know what? We're anti. I want to just see what you think about this. Okay. What, the Cowboys before the season started, they were the uh, the favorites to make the uh, the uh, Super Bowl in the NFL mm-hmm. and the NFC. I mean, so. Why are they turning on them in week two when they won their week one matchup? Listen. And uh, saying, you know what? The Eagles are going to go into Dallas I'll, and win it. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. That sucks. Oh, no, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's the liberal media. Because it is. you do. You have this, like, this great star. Literally a star. Think about it. You have this star that has come out from a conservative region. They are there. They have taken the world by storm. Everyone loves them. Initially, they go out and they knock it out of the park, you know, and that's exactly what the Cowboys did. The Cowboys went into Cleveland and they crushed them. But then what happens? The liberal media turns on you just like they turned on Princess Palin. And it's the exact same thing. I'll tell you, the next super couple, Palin Romo. These two should get together and then we would finally have birth good Americans. Because did you hear what Tony Romo did this week? What did he do? On his way back, flying in, all stitched up from those from uh, Cleveland. He gets hurt. His beautiful chin got a blemish on it. He's driving. He's driving. By yeah. the way, he's driving on his way to probably I don't know save some Africans in Darfur. Mm-hmm. But he happens to see this couple or his, going to Vince Young's house. I uh, see this couple on the side of the road, and they have a flat tire. Mm-hmm. He pulls over. This Romo does dreamy, and he helps them fix their flat tire. Now, let me ask you this, Skins fans. Be perfectly honest. Who would you rather have, Romo or Jason Campbell? Do you, <laughs> I, I don't think you have No, to... but let me ask. Do you hate the Cowboys so much that you wouldn't even take their quarterback? There's no way. I, I would take 
uh, JT O'Sullivan <laughs> over Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell may be the worst player I've seen play in the NFL uh, since its inception. Mm. Uh, Chris Sims. Yeah. Bruce Gretkowski. <laughs> Tampa Bay has filled some awful quarterbacks. All right, there may be some others then. Um, so anyway, there you go. You have your uh, your you entire NFL uh, schedule people, laid out for you. Tomorrow. People are are you know shaken over this whole Vince Young situation of him saying he wanted to commit suicide. I think everybody in D.C. would be applauding if this happened to Jason Campbell. Like, oh man, you should have done it, man. You could have been a legend. Thank goodness they went ahead and allowed guns in the district. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that you can get over with. <laughs> I, who, which do you think fans? Which fans do you think are just the angriest now going into week two? Because you you have all that build up. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just the build up of it's a new season. I'll tell you what. And then week one, it's like whoa. Yeah, I I walked out of the bar angry as a Lions yeah, fan. Yeah, as a Lions fan. Last Sunday, I was just so pissed off. I'm like, I waited this long for that. Mm-hmm. Boston fan. I imagine Boston fan is pretty upset right now. New England. Yeah, but that's that's Boston. Oh, you mean just as what the? Well, yeah, yeah. New England Patriots. They fans, won their first game. People in, I know, but they they lost Tom Brady, and everybody up there in Boston is you know Tom Brady this, Tom Brady's that, Tom Brady's the greatest thing. Even though they got punked by the Giants in the Super Bowl, they still think that. That the New England Patriots and everybody up there in Boston, that Tom Brady is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah partially. You got to be angry if you if Tom Brady goes down. If you live in, Boston. I don't know if they're angry or just disappointed. I think they still have hope though because they do have a good team still. And I don't think you really care so much a high school quarterback because you have all those rings though. I think it's different. Like, Indianapolis, probably not panicking. Mm-mm. Minnesota might be a little worried, but at the same time, too, I, I'm sure they haven't hit the panic button yet. But I think teams that have would include probably Tennessee. Uh, I know Tampa Bay's having a little panic right now as it stands. With uh, Garcia. Detroit, certainly. No. And I think the Skins fans, I don't know that they panic necessarily because I it was almost expected. It was almost expected to come out. And crap the bed the what way a, they did. What about Raider fan? A Raider fan has an attitude anyway, and, and Denver uh, yeah, went they, into Oakland and destroyed them. I'm guaranteeing their makeup's running right now from the tears they're shedding. Those those vaginas wearing makeup out there can burn in hell for all I care. I hate the black hole, and I hate the Raiders. Why is it? What, what is it about the Raiders you hate so much? I hate the gimmick. I hate their owner. But you're a fan of wrestling. Why would you hate the gimmicks? Because I'm I'm a fan of good gimmicks in wrestling, mm-hmm. not some stupid Papa Shango type uh, type uh, gimmick where they're going out there saying they've got curses on you and you know we're cursed because we get all these different calls. Mm-hmm. No, it's just because you have a terrible team and a terrible owner. You know, we were talking about conspiracies, and we'll, we'll hit, pick that up in a second, though. But do you believe in I curses? would like to see hardcore bottom porn with Al Davis. What? I'd like to see him be uh, a pillow biter. I'd love to. I'd watch it all the way through. Why? I hate him. But, but why? I don't get that. Like, why? Because he owns the Raiders. But, but, they, they, they move their team all the time. They think that they... Our Raider Nation, them even speaking themselves as something that is that big. And when they haven't been anything for six, seven years now, it's and like before a, that, they were terrible again. The football team has been on a parade route from Northern California to Southern California over the past few years. Get somewhere. Stay there. 
Hmm. I kind of I kind of understand where he's coming from with all this Raider hate. I, I don't I don't like the Raider Nation. Although mm. they have Darren McFadden now, I'm a fan of that. I, I like the, I like the kid he, from he, Arkansas. He's going to get ruined. He might. He might. They don't have a quarterback. They got a fat they guy have, from LSU. They still have Tyrone Wheatley signed. Tyrone Wheatley still signed on the Raiders. I, with all that hate and anger that you have, mm-hmm. I am shocked that you don't put any of that toward your crappy team. It just shocks me that you have all that hate for Al Davis, and yet you're sitting there with we Matt We are cocky. We are not cocky. We're what terrible, last year? and we know we're terrible. You're not cocky? Come on. We're going to win ten games this year. What did he say? Uh, Kitna? Yeah. Half midget face Kitna? <laughs> he was cocky last year. He's not this year. He's keeping his lip tight. No, he's been humble. Tight. Yeah. And you know what? He... Everybody thought he was a genius for the first half of the season. Like, oh, wow, they're actually going to do it. And then uh, the last half of the season humbled him. What's the only thing that gives you joy in your life right now, then, since your Lions suck? My dog. Really? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I love my dog. Let me ask you this, then. Do you got any animals over there, such a pet? No, but I like animals. You're dating a Cuban, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Beat me to it. Uh, So, all right, so there was this study that came out and said the vast majority of pet owners, two-thirds of them, Mm would rather be stranded on a deserted island with their pet than with their significant other. Without a doubt. I love my dog, and I would love to have her on a deserted island with me so we can walk without worrying about uh, some people bothering us and wanting to pet her or wanting to uh, uh, get all scared around my dog. I'd love to have an island just for me and my Cody. Well, when you, I, I kind of like that that concept because if you're mm-hmm. on a deserted island, you run you run out of food. Dog is a lot better than human. No, no, you no, know, you Cody. Don't. Cody tastes good on the grill. Cody tongue, Cody paws, Cody hind quarters. Uh huh. I'm not making Cody kebabs. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I am going to. Uh, I'll I'll die so she can eat me. See, I certainly I would I would take my chick. Yeah, because I mean to be perfectly because your dog sucks. Well, well, really, I need someone to get the coconuts for me. Like I have my chick trained better than I have my dog trained, mm-hmm. so I would rather have my chick there because she would still wait on me hand and foot. Yeah, your dog wouldn't even go out and like chase down boar yeah. for you or anything. No, I'm not interested. But I tell my chick, hey, uh, grab me some leaves so I could uh, drop a deuce. <laughs> Should go get them. You know, the mm. dog, he hadn't, I hadn't No, he just whined to you. Yeah. sniff it. Your dog's a whiner. Yeah, he really is. I hate that. Um, he's like that liberal media. Mm-hmm. How dare he? I should just rename him CNN. 800-636-1067. <laughs> All right, so now I got cats, too. Yeah. Dog or cat, if I were to go ahead and take one of these, too. Uh, you would, I would take your cat over your dog. But yeah. It depends. If, like, if uh, you need something to kick wood and, and dirt gets tired of kicking, so if you're a kicker and you enjoy kicking things... Bring the cats. That is true. Charlie would be great for that. I could even He's very puntable. I could sit there and pretend like I'm, uh, I don't know, uh, Matt Bryant or someone. I'm a kicker for the, uh, for, the, for the Bucks. I caught a stray cat the other day so clean across the head with a flip-flop. It was awesome. I, it was, it was, there, there's strays all over the place, and they mate uncontrollably. And you yeah. see litters of kittens. That does annoy me. And there's ten kittens walking around. And you're like, no, we already have... A hundred strays, and now there's ten more. And I saw two of the strays pumping you know in the I parking do? lot, and I walked up right behind them. I give him a saucer of antifreeze. He, yeah. Stop Th- that's it. What I do. No, you don't. The cat did not shop, even shop. realize I was behind it when they were humping, and I stood there with my pimp hand raised high with flip-flop <laughs> in hand, 
and came down with the wrath of Teva across <laughs> the wrath of Teva across Stray's head, and those cats split. I felt like a parent walking in on on my teenager getting busy. Get out of here, son. Yeah, not on my watch. Uh, wasn't that story out there this week too? Uh, yeah, there was a there was a there was a dad in Florida. He's he's letting his dogs out mm-hmm. and. He hears noises coming from his daughter's bedroom. She's oh, 15 no. years old. So he walks in there. He's like, what's going on? This this guy is standing over his daughter naked, <laughs> you know, and so he grabs a pipe and starts beating the hell out of the the, the guy. How Where's old is this guy? 15. Where's Turns it? out she, he had been banging his daughter for like 18 months. He didn't even know she had a boyfriend. Now, after all that, they locked Dad up. He had to pay a $10,000 bond to Good. get out. Good. Yeah, don't be beating a guy with a pipe because Good. your daughter's a slut. Well, where I come from, he would have been dead. He's lucky he got out with a pipe. You get two barrels of shotgun down your throat and your brain's scattered. You get Vince Young. You got a pipe for the pipe. Yeah, exactly. Where's a good Tiva when you need it? I mean, the guy should have whooped him with foam. Give him a foam whooping. <laughs> come here, son. I'm about, to, I'm about to imprint you with some Tiva. Get over here and, and spank him. 800-636-1067 if you want to get into the hideout on a Saturday night. F.A. Dubs in the satchel patch. It is 106.7 WJFK. On the other side of this, J-Dubs, the sloppy seconds that uh-huh. led to a stabbing and also, too, um, if we really are going to die in mm-hmm. the next four weeks because of this big bang that they're trying to recreate over there, the one thing that I would go out, you were talking about pillaging earlier, yeah. I have to go get me one of these Sarah Palin dolls. And I'll exactly tell you how real they are and what they say on the other side of this. 106.7 WJFK, and you're in the hideout. I want an apology because that is just so rude and obscene, and I just am really hurt by it. Like, why would you say something like that? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man, a man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. It's a Saturday night and you're in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK 1-800-636-1067. I'm Hefe, that's Doug, that's the Satchel Patch over there. If you want to get in and join us, get the Pal Talk Room going, AOL Instant Messengers, Hideout Radio, everything's Hideout Radio, whether it's MySpace, whether it's the web page, JFK page on WJFK.com, get the podcasts, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, you know, we're all boys here, right? Yeah. Did you hear about this? We're a couple of twin brothers, got into a fight. And one of them stabbed the other over who was going to get to go first with the prostitute. <laughs> Portia, I'm telling you, if somebody would use a Tiva, you get in a lot less trouble. As opposed to a, a, a knife. You know, if it goes that far, just, you know, say, we'll split the difference and go at the same time. That, uh, that's the easy solve? Yeah. Um, did you follow your brother's? Yeah, I don't know. I, I can follow my father. It don't matter. Really? Me. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Why not? Well, because I've heard the noises that come out of my dad's room and my stepmom, and I don't think I can live up to that. That's a little gross when yeah. you get into the family with family. Mm. Right, I'm not 
with my family. I'm with someone who is with my family. Right. What about your like your buddies, like the three of us? Ah, what if you get stabbed? You don't get stabbed if you just concede and go in second. No, 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 no. We would get stabbed if it was Satchel's chick because she's Cuban. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to remember that part of it. Um, Let me ask you this. It might be inappropriate to some people, but mm-hmm. who would you rather follow, Obama or McCain? <sighs> McCain. He's white, old. Yeah, but he, he seems like he has some angry uh, sex in him. So, I, yeah, I'd still rather follow McCain. Just because he's my hero. I mean, if you try to follow Obama, you might. Uh... All right, all right. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Anywho, hey, um, but if you are following Obama, it'd probably be a higher quality chick because I think Obama could pull no, some man. good younger tail. Not at all. This McCain loves beauty queens. The Cindy McCain and this Palin, who, it, by the way, is cute. Well, she's not. She's not cute. Don't talk. She's beautiful. Don't talk down about her. She's not cute. She's easily the most gorgeous woman that has ever lived. A goddess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dude, she's a hockey mom. Yeah. And she's got great glasses and a doll. By the way, there's a doll uh, now of the uh, the whatchamacallit? bobblehead. No, that's the that's the little that's the kid one. This is there's actually a Palin doll though. <laughs> that the bobblehead's the baby. Uh, <laughs> Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So, um, yeah, but there's a doll. I don't know if you saw this this week. It was like on Drudge and this. You know, she's a rock star, but she's the good kind of rock star. She's not like the Obama rock. She's star. She's a Christian rock star. Yeah, she doesn't do cocaine and. She's and, just like DC talk. Yeah, yeah, she's the DC talk that Amy Grant, I guess you would, as opposed to Young Jeezy that the Democrats have. So, yeah, man, like she has a doll. And what is it? A plastic? A blow up? Well, uh, it's just like a regular doll. Yeah, it's a regular doll uh, that like has a, sayings. It has a gun, an assault rifle with it. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the sayings is, we bear hunt, then bear back, and pray for anyone who, like, broke back. So I think it's cool, though. I like it. That she's got a doll. Uh, another one of the sayings, if you pull that little cord thing, you know, um, my gun and my daughter are fully loaded. <laughs> so, <laughs> sounds very Ted Nugent-ish. I like it. I don't like this one. The, uh, the Democrats put out their version of it, too, mm-hmm. and it just says beer and wine are $5, cash only. Is That's wrong to me. And uh, there's another scene, if you pull the string. Mm-hmm. It says, someone please throw a moose burger in that tard's mouth. All right. That's, I guess that's, that's inappropriate. When it's kind of a long day on the, the campaign trail, she just doesn't want to hear anything. Well, the Sarah Palin doll, I think it rocks, because if you pull that little string, it says... Uh, Please bring your seat backs and tray backs, <laughs> tray tables. They're full in upright positions, which is fine, you know, because she's so pretty and she has good glasses. Uh, it also says, my past is as damaged as my womb. Ooh, that hurts a little bit. And I really, my favorite thing that mm-hmm. the Palin doll says, um, abstinence education works. Ask my pregnant 17-year-old daughter. So good for her. Mm-hmm. She's a great hockey mom. And she's pretty, so I'm going to vote for her. I love her. I'm all over this, this new Palin chick, um, whoever she is. Uh, I'll vote for her for anything. I'm starting to kind of like her myself. At first, you know, I really didn't agree with uh, the, the pick. I thought it was wrong whatsoever. But, you know, somebody who really doesn't care, really doesn't pay that much attention, a lot of people uh, probably didn't even see her, her interview, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, they, uh, you know, with I'm, Charlie Gibson? Yeah. 
And, and I'm, I think I'm starting to lighten up to her a little bit, even though, you know, somebody can they say they she she didn't say the right thing. She didn't know. I guess the Bush Doctrine. What, mm-hmm. I, Which, I don't know what yeah, the Bush I, Doctrine is. What I've is never that? heard of it. A preemption. Preemption. It was never called it? the Bush Doctrine. Though. But no, but you, you, the phrasing is the Bush Doctrine of preemption. Like that's what it is, where you go in and you attack first, so that you aren't attacked. Good. Right. You're all, you like that? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, do I like that? What do you want to do? You want to get punched in the mouth again? I mean, we just got had had the, the September 11th seven year anniversary of it when they came over and jacked us up. And now we're over there taking care of business. If you know somebody's going to come over, like me and you go out in the hallway here and we're no to nose, and I say, I'm about to punch you right in the face, you're going to sit there and let me hit you, or are you going to hit me first? Right. You hit him first. Right. And what did, what did she even say? Like, she didn't know what it was? Was that what, is that what the problem well, was? Well, here's what happened. Let me play it for you. Do you agree with the Bush Doctrine? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some... Uh, people out there in our nation don't have that and uh, I believe that our ed- education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for You're right. She nailed it. I'm like it and, and people like you that, that are, you know, lining up to her and thinking, all right, this is the candidate for me. You know, no, I'm it's on not, board it's with not it. just the candidate for me. I think she's really the candidate for everyone. Great. For we. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the candidate of we. That's good. You, you know, know why? I'm ready to strike first. I've been preparing to strike first. How's that? I'm getting ready for the draft. We talked about it not too long ago. The draft is coming back, and I've been getting physically fit because I don't want to be sent out there, you know, when they are Vietnam all over again, when we go fighting these socialists, the Russians, you know, the crazy stuff they got going on with, if, you know, the, the, the Chinese guy with diarrhea, not, not the, the, the North Korean guy with, with diarrhea, so, so he's not been going now, to the big meetings. That's something we, we haven't touched on yet. Uh, Kim Jong Il. Yeah, yeah his, his diarrhea. Something I, like he that. He probably needs a book suppository. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, that book suppository helped him out cold, tighten him right up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, eating cat, that, that cat, uh, to give it to you. But, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to strike. Uh, we're gonna have to strike first. No, you didn't see that, but I just threw a piece of paper at the satchel patch and hit him in the face. He struck first. Yeah, that was the Bush doctrine of preemption of saying something stupid. <laughs> Although I was a little late, <laughs> so, so my bad. He what, what are you gonna do? In the face wait with those stupid comments. What are, you, what are you gonna wait before we get attacked again? Or are you gonna prepare yourself? I can run up to three miles now, and I can knock out forty-three push-ups at a given time. I haven't got to 45. I'm working my way to 50. So I'm going to 50 to drop of the dime, and then I'm going Here's to work out. Can you knock out a wild animal? And if so, which one? Uh, I tried with the Tiva. I came pretty close uh, with, no, with a straight fist. cat. Bare fist? Yeah, I got into it with Coon one time. Coon Coon. He got me on the back of the ankle and on the neck. I said, told my neighbors, they said, go to the doctor. You could be rabid. I said, no. I said, if I, if I, I said, I'm fine. I'm immune to it. I'm from Arkansas. I was born and raised in the woods. And I said, if, if y'all see me. In a couple of days, stumbling around here, you know, foaming at the mouth, talking crazy. Pay no attention. I'm probably just drunk. It is the Hideout Hefe Doves. That's the Satchel Patch on 106.7 WJFK. Okay, so, again, looking at this and looking at the Palin pick, you, you just have to be stoked to where America's going. 
Because you know what I like about it really more than anything else? She's just an average person. Mm -hmm. She's like you and me. She's an average person like you and me. Well, well not so like you or me. She's like our moms. Good. She's an, she's an average person like you and me, you know, beauty queen, you know, sportscaster, stuff that, you know, you and I do. But she likes to kill. Yeah, yeah. Running a state, you know, average. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about her. She's just average. Well, she runs like we would run it. Right, exactly. She doesn't deal with all that bunk stuff. You know what I mean? She's just like you and me. Average. I like that. 800-636-1067. We'll be back on the other side of this. Dubs, I, um, speaking of Palin, I don't know if you heard about this. These virginity pledges, mm -hmm. they actually work. You know the one where you sign and say, I'm going to go ahead and be a virgin yeah. for the rest of my life? Yeah. You know what I mean? In the promise rings and all that? Shockingly, it works. And are we going to get into the Tickle Monster? Yes, Tickle Monster next, too. Nice. Right here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. You are listening to the hideout. The hideout. We thank you so Fe and J Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. Just two men sharing each other. And just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feelings are wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Doing it on a Saturday night. It is the Hideout Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. The Satchel Patch joins us. So can you. 800-636-1067. That is 1-800-636-1067. Talking about the greatness that is Princess Palin. Also, two uh, conspiracies. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the next break with our guest. Some football. Big win for Maryland over Cal. And... Um, Still looking for the final as it comes to that, uh, yeah, Notre Dame trouncing all over Michigan. So there you go. 800-636-1067. Let's go to uh, line one, Caller X. Caller X, you're in the hideout. What's up, my man? Good evening, gentlemen. How's my goodness, it's been such an arid, what is it, a month or so since you guys were on there? I am so glad to have the treehouse back in the air. And with, <laughs> with Princess X taking the nest, Princess, I'm, that's me, I'm Caller X. With Princess Palin taking the national stage and the treehouse, I believe I will finally be able to achieve release. You know, hey, <laughs> thank you, Caller X. Uh, and, and really, that's what it's all about, my man. Yeah. Uh, it's just, if anything, if nothing else, all you want is some batch material, batch material in your vice presidential pick. And for some of us, it's Biden, don't judge. But for others, it's this Princess Palin. Because she's gorgeous. And she's gla she has glasses. And she's a hockey mom. She has everything that she should have to be vice president of the United States right there in those three things. Uh, and it just it makes me excited. You know what else I love that she has, too? What's that? Props. Did you notice this? No. I mean, I know her act is more like a Rickles thing, you know, when she's mm -hmm. up there. But sometimes she'll carrot top it up. Yeah, and she has these props. But it's cool because, like, carrot top doesn't let you touch his props. You know what I mean? But this Palin... It's awesome. She'll pass around her, her Down syndrome baby and just let everyone hold it, you know? I mean, I don't know if you saw this 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 this, this child, 
I think it was real, the way everyone was just kind of like licking their hand and putting it on its head and passing it. I mean, I think everyone in St. Paul touched that Down syndrome baby. Wow, that, that's terrible. Because and really, uh, that, that's very contagious. Anybody I, want to touch it? I'm, I'm going to say Down syndrome, it touches us all. <laughs> let's really, let's let's get down to that. 800-636-1067. So good for her. That's what I love about mm-hmm. her. Glasses, hockey mom props. Those are the things that make you my vice presidential pick. Now, I wonder if she would allow the tickle monster to hold that baby. I would think so. Yeah, you got to. I mean, who doesn't like seeing a Down syndrome child happy? And that's what the tickle monster does. This guy, uh, <laughs> living somewhere in the south. I'm sorry, no, St. Louis, all right? His name is Charles Douglas. They call him the tickle monster. Mm-hmm. He's a 58-year-old lawyer and simply loves seeing children laugh and smile. So he got into the habit of walking up to parents and getting their permission to tickle their kids. Huh. Well, I mean, if he goes up to a lot of them, I'm assuming that he continues doing this, that people do let him tickle their kid. Right. So what happens is, um, I guess just last week he made someone uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. And the judges now banned him. I'm sorry, the Tickle Monster. They've banned the Tickle Monster from his favorite park. He says it's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Why on earth are the police wasting their time with parents who don't want 58-year-old lawyers tickling their children? I'll tell you what. It's terrible. I mean, this place had the best hiding places. This uh, park had the, the nicest shrubs to hide behind with the child. And now he's going to have to move on to some other park with with uh, some very uh, sparse shrubs that people will be able to see well him doing. Well lit. Yeah. Who wants a well lit uh, uh, park to tickle a kid in? Um, so you have that, okay? Mm-hmm. Then, on the other hand, i got to be careful how I talk about this. So, boys, uh, at the controls, if you need to dump out, then do what you need to do. Just stand alert. This is from the Columbus Dispatch. <laughs> Mail. Man gets jail time for pursuit of urine. Okay? Here's what would happen. 56-year-old guy. He broke into a sports complex, rearranged the plumbing so that he would have cups that mm-hmm. would automatically collect the yeah. waste. All right? The reason he was collecting Was it, it a water sports complex? I don't know. Okay. It could have been an ice complex. Mm-hmm. And, um... So anyway, turns out, let's just say for him, that was his version of Gatorade. That's how he got his electrolytes. (laughs) All right? So, and apparently this goes back forever. Like, he would go around and he has been collecting, Mm -hmm. number one, Mm -hmm. for the longest to quench his thirst. Yes. Now, here's my question. That's what this country is all about. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of urine. So, um, apparently, the judge told him to get a job and stay away from public restrooms. Here's the thing, though. Why are they giving him hell? He obviously needs this. Yeah. Like, this is a need. We don't even know if, like, is it possible that he could get a prescription? Because he, for whatever reason... He doesn't need a prescription. He needs a dominatrix. He is, though. But, like, this is for him, like, for his health. He is, like, this is his version of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Except instead of blood, it's, yeah. you know, that. And really, is that weird? 
No. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you. So who? let me ask you this. Of the two knuckleheads I just spoke of, mm-hmm. all right, Tickle Monster mm-hmm. and the number one fiend, if you had to be one of those two guys in your life, which one would you rather be? Would you rather be the guy that enjoys walking up to random parents and tickling their kids <laughs> to Tickle Monster or would you rather be the other one that has to quench his thirst with that? Give me the quenching thirst any day of the week. I can't go to jail. Well, you can go to jail for that, but you won't be uh, berated and possibly raped for your actions as the Tickle Monster. The Tickle Monster... In fact, you'll probably be pretty popular in jail. Yeah. Tickle me, tickle me. Uh, I got to tell you, I agree. Because you can at least hide the deviancy when it comes to quenching the thirst. Yeah, there, there, there's specific people who are out there to deal with that kind of stuff. It's the Internet. Yeah. You have de- tickling children. That's a tough thing to kind of... You can't t- Yeah, you, you can't tickle that's a tough hole. That's a tough hole to fill um, without actually doing it. I like it. I like what the tickle monster did. He asked for permission. You know, it's like here, send this home with your parents, have them sign it, and bring it back. And if I have their permission, I'm I'm gonna give you a good old tickle. Now, now does he do it with a feather or does he do it with his hands? Uh, meet me in the white van. And don't worry about I, it. I like the tickle monster. What he does, he sounds like he, he's a nice guy who just enjoys to. Give him a little goose. He loves the, the laughter of a child. Yeah. So he, he gooses him a little bit, but he asks for permission. He goes about it the right way. And uh, I, I actually kind of like what he does. I enjoy tickling how people. How uncomfortable is it after the tickling's over? Is like, it, is how, it, do you, how do you break up that situation afterwards? That's true. How do you stop that without it being completely awkward? You know, just like at the end of like Austin Powers where they're doing the evil laugh. Yeah. And then you just kind of stop at the end of the evil, evil laugh. You're like, okay, uh, what now? Mm-hmm. Well, you have... The, All right. Thank you. You guys take care. Bye-bye now. What, what are you calling guy number two? You got the tickle monster, and what's, what's, what's the other guy? He's way away sniffing his fingers. <laughs> well, mm, baby what's time. the other guy? What? The, who's the other guy? We got the tickle monster. I don't know how to refer to, to guy number two. Number one Dracula. Number one Dracula. Uh-huh. All right. They could work as a tandem. Tickle guy comes in first. All right. Yeah. It's the hideout. We'll come back on the other side. We'll talk about conspiracies. Uh, do you believe, do you not? And we'll reset everything else that's going on. A little football for you. It's all here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. I want an apology because that is just so rude and obscene. And I just am really hurt by it. Like, why would you say something like that? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. It's a hot hip-hop fashion trend. You, you know what it is. It's a hideout. Blink, blink, homeboy. Yep, big. I might blind you. Yeah. Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe, Dubs, the Satchel Patch. If you want to join us, 800-636-1067. Getting you caught up, we talked some NFL. Skins and Saints tomorrow. And we have a guest on the line right now. Yeah, Maryland. Uh, we'll get to him in one moment. Maryland was a big winner today uh, over Cal. Notre Dame beats Michigan, some other uh, key scores. 
and also to a lot of it talk about uh, Princess Palin. She's the greatest. I love her. I love her. She has neat glasses and she's a hockey mom. And that's enough for me. I don't need anything else. Uh, that is the I, complete 180. Last week, uh, I wasn't sold two weeks ago. This week, I'm sold. She loves guns, too. Yeah. I got to love it, man. Hey, uh, this week was also the, uh, the seven-year anniversary of 9-11. Uh, and uh, joining us on the phone right now, one of the authors of the book, A Web of Conspiracy, A Guide to Conspiracy Theory Sites on the Internet, uh, James Broderick joins us in the hideout. James, how are you? Uh, good evening. I'm well, thank you. Good, good. Hey, interesting book. Uh, I, I dug it. Here's, here's the question, I guess. Really, as I'm looking at this thing, Mm-hmm. I guess I would say I'm a conspiracy theorist. I mean, right. I th- yeah, you, you're you're definitely a conspiracy when theorist. You, when you when you talk to the majority of people, James, did you? I mean, just in general, as you go around, because I know you've been a journalist and everything, uh, do you find that it's kind of funny that people will say, "Oh, those conspiracies, those are crazy," but uh, I don't think that JFK was shot by uh, Oswald alone. Do you ever do you ever hear that in any of your dealings as you go around? Oh, that's that's a great question because you're right. Most people are skeptical about some official story they've heard about one of the big events of history, and, and they have a lot of questions. But people are very reluctant to identify themselves, uh, and I applaud your courage for doing so, as a conspiracy theorist. Because once you say conspiracy theorist, then suddenly people think of some... You're not, somebody, yeah. Yeah, somebody living in his parents' basement with a tinfoil hat getting calls from the mothership. But most of the people we've talked to at book signings and certainly in our research uh, for this book uh, were highly credible people, professional people who very often, uh, you know, had a lot to lose by questioning official versions of events, but yet they did so anyway. See, and that's one of the things, too, and why I wanted to talk to you, because, you know, the name of the show is The Hideout. So you would almost kind of automatically assume that we're the kind of guys that look at this. And when I'm reading your book, uh, Web of Conspiracy, I even found too, like one of the when they talked about the 9/11, uh, 9/11 and the 9/11 conspiracies. One of the interesting quotes in it was that you know, hey, wait a second, you know, you talk to someone from Time Magazine and uh, essentially saying 36 percent of people kind of feel like they're they're not buying the the, the quote unquote story or whatever it is, and that's not just you know people with tin you know foil uh, hats anymore. You're talking about a pretty good chunk of society, right? And not only that, but the numbers of uh, skeptics have actually risen over the years. So there are more people now who are more skeptical of uh, the single gunman theory or, you know, the idea of a magic bullet right. than, there, than there were at the time it happened. Right. Why is that? Is it because, I mean, I know you look at it as far as the Internet goes, is it, but is it because of the Internet and, and there's more, quote-unquote, information around? Or what is it? I think it's a combination of things. Certainly, as you said, you know, the Internet makes... Uh, available to people who otherwise would have had to go to an archive or, uh, you know, do serious research, they can now, with a click of a mouse, uh, look up a lot of things that, that raise questions. But I think it's also uh, an increasing climate of suspicion about our government. You know, when um, the Bush administration, and by the way, our book is not political, but yeah. but one thing we discovered is, you know, as, as more and more people discovered that weapons of mass destruction charge against Iraq was really kind of cooked up, that reignited a general suspicion uh, in the parts of many people, in the minds of many people, about whether or not the government's telling us the truth about other things. Right. And that's what's interesting, because the book, and you're right, the book isn't anything that's partisan. Moreover, you just kind of give the different places to go if you want to find out about 
I don't know, whether it was uh, TWA 800 or Area 51 or 9-11 or even Princess Di, right? Right, sure. I mean, uh, th that's exactly our intention. You know, when we got into this book, both uh, my co-author Darren Miller and I were really, you know, we were interested in conspiracy theories. You know, as journalists, people were always sharing with us theories about things that sounded sometimes kooky. So we said, well, you know, are you a kook if you believe uh, that we didn't land on the moon or that Princess Di was murdered brought by, by the Queen of England? Right. Are you a kook if you believe that we knew about Pearl Harbor 9-11 yes. and didn't do anything? Yes. Right. And, and see, that's what I find interesting because, you know, obviously with it being the anniversary of 9-11 this week on the other radio show that I do during the week in Tampa Bay, mm -hmm. I, I talked about that specifically about just conspiracies as a whole and and whether or not i i hate it it seems like a cop-out when people just say oh that's just a conspiracy it just but, seems like an easy way to dismiss anything whenever you look at something and you have some questions and you're like wait a second well all this doesn't add up anything that is not the official story given out if you say i believe this happened it's a conspiracy that's what it is so yeah but you notice how it has that like you know like uh like because james was it, talking about that taint on it, it yeah it has a negative connotation because a lot of them have been thrown out there by nutty people so you guys got to come up with but if listen, you want if you want to seriously uh change that you got to change the wordage overall yeah i think so too because one of the smartest people that the dubs and i ever knew and hold on a second for uh for a second uh james broderick author of the book web of conspiracy remember freaker yeah freaker was this guy that we knew on a radio show that we did up in uh in michigan he was a schizophrenic now listen he was a schizophrenic all right and i'd been to his apartment and the guy's kind of loony but this is a guy that saw the world in a completely different way and a lot of the things that he talked about were actually true. But he was a schizophrenic, so everyone would just kind of write it off. Now, I'm not saying it goes to that level of conspiracy theorists, but you know what? You understand what I'm saying, though, James? I, you know, I, I absolutely do. And one of the things that we, we were reminded of regularly in our discussions with conspiracy theorists is that what once upon a time was considered a conspiracy theory is now, in many ways, considered fact. For instance, the Watergate break-in, when Woodward and Bernstein were on the trail of a secret you know, cover-up at the highest level at the White House, people accused them of being anti-Nixonian. Uh, and turns out that they had only told, you know, a part of the story. When we heard, when we really learned what had happened, you know, with the Nixon White House, it was, it, it made the conspiracy theorists' version very tame. You know, same thing with the Iran-Contra affair back in 1986. The, the journalists who were raising questions about us, an arms for hostages, hostages deal and secret dealings at the White House under the Reagan administration, they were labeled anti-American, they were labeled theorists, they were labeled kooks. Mm -hmm. We discovered much to our chagrin that you know the, the extent of what was happening and even you know there were journalists in the 50s and 60s who were reporting what they heard rumors of uh, this government study of uh, untreated syphilis in black males that the government was infecting right. black males for decades with syphilis and everybody's oh well that you know that's the kookiest thing i've ever heard it is we really hate the government then when it was uncovered we discovered that these journalists hadn't even you know revealed the tip of the iceberg so history is replete with lots of actual events that conspiracy theorists were really the first to seize on and and to uncover yeah well, did, did you i know you did i don't know i don't think you went into it i didn't get a chance to read the whole book i was just kind of going through uh bits and pieces of it. did you ever get down to like what the root i guess of the whole conspiracy theorist uh, definition or like who even started the conspiracy theory uh just verbiage as a uh, way 
that, that's a great question. When did it begin? And our, our research revealed, you know, it, it, as soon as recorded history began, there were people who started questioning the recording of that history. I mean, it goes back, you know, really thousands of years. In ancient Greece and ancient Rome, there were lots of uh, conspiracy theories and rumors of secret societies. So really, as long as we've had civilization, we've had conspiracy theories. All right, so it didn't start with loose change then. All right, that's good to know. <laughs> it is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Washington, D.C., F.A. Dubs in the Satchel Patch with James Broderick, author of the book Web of Conspiracy. I, I know you're a journalist, you're all that kind of stuff, and you've written this book, again, with the, with the connotation of conspiracy, all right? As you look at it, and after writing this book, what do you think? Are, are those of us that look at this and question things, are we loony? Are we loony for the most part, or do you think at some point our wacky new new thoughts and ideas where eventually, like you said, with history and other uh, points of reference, eventually the truth will come out, almost like in a Mulder-type way? Well, I, I'm a uh, professor of journalism at a school in, in Jersey City, New Jersey, and so my my approach is the same approach... Uh, that I was taught when I went through, uh, when I was an undergrad studying journalism, and I had some professors who said, question everything. Thank you. Yes, exactly. That's one of our mottos here in the hideout. Question everything. I love it. And that's what I try to instill in, in, in the journalists, that, you know, the young journalists who are ready to enter the trade, you know, question everything. Now, many of those questions uh, will lead nowhere, and you'll, or, or it will lead to an actual, factual, official version. However, I've covered enough government to know, and anybody who's been a reporter from a small farm town weekly to covering the Capitol in Washington knows that the government has an interest in spinning information. And, and I'm not saying concealing the truth or deceiving us, but certainly in presenting it in a certain way. Mm -hmm. and it, it's, it's the obligation of every independent-minded person, not just journalist, to consider, uh, consider the information and say, am I being told everything I need to be told, or are there some questions here that just don't sit right? I, let me ask you this, then, as a professor of, journal, uh, professor of journalism. Are you disappointed where we are right now with journalism? Unrelated to the book, but as you look around and you see the networks and the way people are hemming and hawing over interviews done, this, that, and the other, don't you feel disappointed in your fellow journalists? I know that I am. Even though I'm a talk show host, you know, I got the whole degree and everything. I'm just, I'm shocked at the way that journalists in the fourth estate have let us down. Well, you know, you make it. There's no denying that uh, journalism has changed in what's called the mainstream media. Right. Uh, when when I look at the same as you, cable TV or uh, even newspapers, uh, you know, mainstream metropolitan dailies, I'm disappointed with the lack of muckraking and the lack of zeal and the lack of questioning. Um, however, I realize that the news business is undergoing a profound transformation and. Uh, the profits seem to be in, in the areas of opinionated journalism. Right. So yeah, I mean, it, it, when it gets down to it, these companies are companies, and it's trying to get money. And when they see all the, uh, you know, the viewers, so you got kind of got to put it on the American public going to these places that are just giving opinions, not news. They kind of, you know, you, 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 at some point you can't blame the news networks, and you got to blame the people. It is disappointing to see that, you know, people routinely say that the news media is, uh, you know, biased and they don't like it. But what are the shows they watch? What are the publications they read? Exactly. That's what drives me. Even this, uh, even this week with Charlie Gibson, I'm like, you dropped the ball, Gibson. You, you could have asked about 15 follow-ups. 
and you didn't. You just let it sit there. Anyways, I, I had the exact same reaction. By the way, I thought I thought he, you you put it exactly right. There were a lot of questions that really required follow ups. That yes. journalism one hundred and one. Uh, my students would have done a much more thorough job. Look at that. I should be a professor, too. I'm just going to call myself a professor. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. I thought you wrote a really interesting book. Uh, I'm into it. James Broderick, Web of Conspiracy. You got a website or anything? People can go check this out? Sure. Thanks. Uh, thanks for your good words. Anyone interested should check out webofconspiracy.net. Dot net for that one. Hey, thanks, James. Appreciate you coming in the hideout. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Have a good evening. All right, Later, you right? too. Uh, 800-636-1067. Dude's right. The dude's right. Yeah, he is. Question everything, starting with your, your sexuality. <laughs> Why? What? You went completely gay over him. Yeah. Dude. Good night. Dude, I'm telling you. Boys, hang that up. I'm telling you, man. This, the, the, the whole idea of conspiracies and all that, that is, is so... To the core of what the hideout is, yeah, question I qu everything. I question the conspiracy. I question that book. Good. Is it I, worth I, the paper it's written on? Yes. I think not. <laughs> I think it is. What say you? 800-636-1067. <laughs> That's like with the whole thing with Palin even, too, and the whole, uh, did she give birth to that prop that she has? I mean, I'm sorry, the fifth kid, the Down syndrome kid. I question whether that baby is really Down syndrome or not. Did she drop it? Did she smoke during her pregnancy? Did or... she drink? Or is it just a bobblehead? Is, is that all it is? Is it real? I don't know. Um, I question, have they come so far with Mr. Cabbage Patch? What are those things called? Cabbage, Cabbage Patch, Patch Kids? Kids? Yeah. That they drool? All right. We'll take a break. Come back. Have a little class. No. Conspiracies. Uh, it is the hideout. Hefe and Dubs. On the other side of this, hey, do you want to talk seriously for a moment? I know I've been glowing about Palin, but... I'd like to talk about it seriously for two seconds on the other sure. side. Also, too, we get you caught up with football scores, that kind of fun stuff here on a Saturday night, rolling up to Joe Radio on 106.7 WJFK. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. We will destroy this place. Out on a Saturday night, coming down the home stretch. FA and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, the Satchel Patch also around too. But let's talk to our bestest friend at WJFK, Mr. Joe Hardinger. Hey there, Joe. Well, hi, y'all. Howdy now. How are you? I haven't been here in three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's been the same for us too, man. And everything's finally kind of getting back to normal for a second or two. Yeah, well, you know, we had uh, Labor Day and then we had Terps football and then we had more Terps football, so. I'm, re I'm tan, rested, and ready. Fantastic. What do you got on tap for tonight? I don't know. There's been so much going on. I think we'll be talking about Sarah Palin. and uh... She's awesome. Is she? I love her. Really? <laughs> Can I tell you why I love her? I, let, me, let me run down why I love her so much. And seriously, I've fallen in love with this woman. She has awesome glasses. Yeah. She's a hockey mom. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Isn't that special? Yeah. Oh, her kid is. And so that's the third reason. That's the third reason you love her. Well, I know why the Republicans love her so much. Because she has sex with men, just like them. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah. So I'm. A, I'm just. I a complete 180. I'm. I've just fallen in love with this flight attendant. I mean, with this governor of Alaska. She's fantastic. I heard she's serving drinks on McC McCain's plane. I would not doubt it. 
Uh, cash only, please. Coffee, tea, or me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got a little bit of that going. Hey, yeah, we, we've just got a mixed bag of tricks tonight. I guess the guest tonight is is the you, the listener. So stand by, and we will have a good time. Hey, what do you think about conspiracies? We just got off the phone with that cat that wrote a pretty good book about conspiracies and web conspiracies. You a conspiracy theorist like those of us in the hideout? I believe everything on the web. Why would anybody go through the trouble of putting a lie on the internet? Do you believe in the one that uh, Michael Hughes has? against the hideout and Joe Radio? <laughs> Absolutely. That's no conspiracy, my friend. That's out in the open. Yeah. That's, that's, utter dis- that's just utter disgust <laughs> that Saturday night is even approaching anything successful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there he is, Joe Ardinger, Joe Radio, coming up at 9, back to 5,000. 5,000, Joe. 800-636-1067 if you want to get in. All right. Well, you know. All night you've heard me praise Palin. So now Rightfully so. And I, now I'm gonna play the devil's advocate to my praising because I really do love her. Uh but um but no well let me say this too, if I can may speak for a moment again. Okay. Really quickly as the fan of Palin. I'm just so excited that the Republican Party has embraced affirmative action finally. Um because I know you guys I you hated it forever. But this is, is the ultimate affirmative action pick, and congratulations to the Republican Party on coming around and picking a woman because of her parts. I thought that was fantastic, too. Now, to play devil's advocate, if I may, just for two seconds. Sure. You know, because the media is supposed to be liberal, so. It is. I guess I'll, you know, I'll play that part for a moment, although it sickens me. Uh, you know, I'm going to go want to kiss a guy after this. Um, I told you to question everything. <laughs> I was right. Uh, this trick is crazy, and I have never seen. You just call her a trick. I have never seen such a amazing disrespect of the entire population of America by picking this woman. Now, mind you, this is me playing the liberal devil's advocate here in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. She is so incredibly unqualified. She, um, at the same time, too, uh, she's a hypocrite. She, um, well, not only, I'm not going to say she's a hypocrite. She should be with her ideals of abstinence education and also at the same time, too, with her knocked up 17-year-old daughter. This is ludicrous. It is a slap in the face, and I cannot believe how disappointed, if I were a liberal, how disappointed I would be in John McCain, who has completely uh, lost the whole maverick identity of himself. Now, if uh, if you replaced she with he in there, you would be speaking directly about Barack Obama. Um, now, here's what's interesting about that. Okay, I'm willing to concede. So why would you make that pick? If you disdain no, that so I, much. I do not believe that Palin was a good pick whatsoever. If you disdain so much, why then do you go make the exact same pick that you've been running down? It's, it's popular and it's a vote getter. Look how far Obama's uh, gotten with it. You know, uh, she she did bump him 10 points, but this is before she's had a chance to really talk. She bumped uh, Obama? No, she bumped... Uh, Obama has bumps for everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, bud. Uh, bump. Bumping them skins... Obviously, without doming it. Now, it was a 10-point bump you got this past week for McCain, mm-hmm. um, which goes completely against what you said when it happened, El Jefe. You thought immediately everybody would see right through it. Well, here's why. 
Mm. Uh, I do not know how to read the public. Yeah. And that's, I'll be honest. And maybe that's part of the conspiracy as related to Hughes. Because to me, this is so blatant. Mm -hmm. I forget how stupid America is. I just forget it. I forget that this is the land of Hogan knows best and America Idol. It is. I told you. And so, you know, again, nobody visits book suppositories anymore. (laughs) They just don't. Why would you? And me and you, the day that it was announced, Pepe, we're talking on the phone, and I said, I'm not sure that this was a bad pick. It might help him. It's very transparent, but... People don't pay attention so America. that much. America's exactly. transparent. Well, you got the hardcores out there, the hardcore conservatives. Are, oh, it's a great pick. You know, they're still going to stick by it no matter what. Yeah, well, they're, and, they're not and, gonna... and they, they weren't sticking by McCain because he's not ultra-conservative. But this girl, she is. So that made them happy, and they're trying to pick up some scraggler white women's. But they're not going to. They're, the hardcores are not going to change their vote on either side. They're trying to pick up with her is my vote. They're trying to get book su- suppository vote. Mm-hmm. And I could care less if she knows what the Bush doctrine is. When he asked her what the Bush doctrine is, I was sitting there. I don't know. I think she should have gone spelling bee on it. Uh, could you use that in a phrase, please? Uh, is that a noun? Is that a noun? What's the origin of that word? You know, Latin. she did a question everything. Did we just not learn about that question? Where, where are you coming with with that question? Why, why are you asking and, that? I what do, is the Bush doctrine? I do, and I know, Hefe, you disagree. I do feel it was a gotcha question. Cause so I, what? That's what you're supposed to do if you're no, a journalist. No, 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 no. You're right. No, a gotcha question is when there is no real answer. You there try is an answer to the Bush doctrine. It, it didn't exist. Preemption. It didn't yeah. exist before no. this. You, you do. There's you're nothing crazy. Wrong. I had heard of that. There's nothing wrong with the question catching them off guard. If somebody's going to be vice president of this great nation... That, that is the United States of America, if she can't think on her feet and answer a stupid question... And here's the thing. If he, if he would have asked her, what do you feel about preemption? And if she was gotcha by that, that makes sense. But the Bush Doctrine, without defining I, it... I can't believe that you had never heard of the Bush Doctrine. No, no one had. You're crazy. I, I haven't. I've heard about it since, what, 2003? It wasn't Bush... called the Bush Doctrine. No, it was the Bush Doctrine of Preemption. That mm-hmm. is the phrasing. Just because your dumbass doesn't read anything. By the way, this is still me playing liberal devil's advocate. <laughs> 800-636-1067. Because really, I love the pick. I think it's fantastic. She's a hockey mom. She's just like Satchel Patch. Why wouldn't I love her? Uh, she's qualified to run the country, and she has a Down syndrome baby. So but that's Obama. What has he done? Right. No. Besides coke. <laughs> yeah. I would and like to be party with a uh, man called Larry. All right. That's not Sinclair. even. That's it, not even. You know, true. he got a bump, a ten dollar bump, big whoop. <laughs> she got a ten point bump this oh. week. So anyway, I just saw, and I'm just like, wow. I I just forget. I always forget how stupid we are. It makes me wonder where the leaders are. You know, I could care less who's up there. It, this for the greatest country in the world. Why? Why do we not have like a definite leader, somebody that stands head and shoulders above everybody? Why is it that McCain, the best the Republican, makes a dumbass decision by picking some broad, uh, some Eskimo broad, and then the Democrats can't come up with anything? But eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Has anyone used this phrasing yet? Because hmm. I've been dying to on my AM show, but I know they probably lynched me. But since I'm playing the liberal devil's advocate, I could probably say it here. Hmm. Uh, igloo trash. Not white trash, igloo trash. And that's what she is. Five babies. Come on. Moose running all over the place. Daughter pregnant, shotgun wedding. Oh, she can't do anything about the kid. But she just the like me. Doing it. Cause it, we already learned earlier, you come in, do try to do something with a kid, the parent goes to jail. It's craziness. 
Uh, so, anywho, I just saw this, and, you know, I thought this is ludicrous, but, I, again, I forget. I forget we love American Idol and watching people. You're off the end like the quarter at the fair. That's what a third grader does. You know, whenever they have that little plastic thing and there's a square and a star and a circle, and then you put it through the right ones as a third grader to learn. Listen, I don't we know what third grade, grade education you got. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> not third grader. Yeah. I'm sorry, three-year-old. Uh, a three-year-old. That's what a three-year-old does. It's, good. it's tough. It's doing it with your body. It's fun. It's entertaining. Watching some guy call, ask some Eskimo trash about the Bush Doctrine. What? What? Hey. Hasselhoff's on right around that time, too. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right, well, let me take off my uh, queer, pink, liberal, devil's advocate hat. Mm-hmm. Take, I, take that. Pink panties yeah, and me, pumps off. Let me go take that off and, you know, here, take that away from me. And my liberal friend, go burn that along with a flag. Uh, 800-636-1067. Look, Let's I never, go do uh, oh. I was just going to say, now I feel better that I've taken that off and I see the light again. This Princess Payless, she's awesome. She's fantastic. I love her. You know why I love her? Seriously. Bringing four eyes back. Glasses. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Glasses, speeches. She's a hockey mom. And I don't know how you can hate a hockey mom. I know what I love most about her. She's just like me. A sportscaster. Wearing glasses. And a sportscaster. She's great. I love her. Line one, Paul in Centerville. Paul, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. What's up, man? Hey, hold up. What's up? Go ahead. You're on the air. Oh, you there? Um yeah, basically, I just wanted to say, it really, honestly, it doesn't matter because both sides are stupid. Um, it, you know what? Even if, let's say, Obama said, I know Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ has talked to me and I have the cure for cancer, you think Republicans are going to actually vote for him? It, seriously, both sides suck. We have absolutely no choice in this election. And I've actually met a lot of the media people, and they're all dumb as stumps. Yeah, no, they're, oh, please, that's ob- it's obvious. It's incredibly true. And you're right, there is no real choice when it comes down to it, because even when you look at Obama and McCain and how they would deal with things in a post-9-11 world, they're weak. It's the same answer. They both have the same answer, ironically enough, on the majority stuff that they do. Can we get Bush to go Roosevelt? Uh, But here's what I love about it, no. Here's what I love about it, though, to be perfectly honest. It doesn't matter. None of that matters, because right now what we're all talking about the important stuff, the important issues. The draft. The upcoming draft. No, no, no. Thank you for the phone call. The important issues. Lipstick, because I love her lipstick. I don't know if you see. She works that can come back. It's the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Sexy. Notice has a point at the top. Tell me more. It's just the right shape. Oh, yes. The atheist's nightmare. The Hideout. The Hideout. Why? You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. And the face fits kick it. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. In the hideout, wrapping it up on a Saturday night. Stay tuned. 15 minutes away from Joe Ardinger and Joe Radio. Keep these numbers in hand for us and Joe. 800 636 
1067-800-636-1067. We've hit it all. Football. Saints at Skins tomorrow. Saints will win. Mm. Uh, congratulations to Maryland. Big win today. Cal. Over Cal. Uh, also, we've talked about Princess Palin, how she's literally godsend. A godsend to uh, not only America, but the world. And she's here and ready to save it. I've heard some stuff about her, and I don't know if these are true at all. If it's good, it's true. Uh, Otherwise, it's liberal lies. That she goes to one of those churches if they speak in tongues. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. It's crazy. I've seen it. I've been there. I've been to churches where they do that. And they pray the gay away, too, which is good, because that works. And she also... Like abstinence education. And she also finds herself to be the anointed one. Well, duh, obviously. She's the new Reagan. She's Reagan with a vagina. How could you not love her? Excuse you. Man, that's been my dream for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but it was on the small of his back. Mm. Hey, joining us on the phone right now, another thing we've been talking about, too, is this hurricane. Apparently there was one. Uh, hurricane Ike hit Texas. Somebody called earlier and wanted to know about Galveston and what Galveston is. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought that Galveston was Houston's dental dam. And that's what it was. <laughs> Galveston is Houston's dental dam. Mom. How are you? I, I, my, my mom lives in Houston. Where? Houston. Yeah. Um, Houston. Uh, who's, who else there in the back? Get off the speakerphone. Are you on speakerphone? Yes, I'm on speakerphone. Take it off the speakerphone so I don't hear all the other loony Texans back there. What are you, hoarding? All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Mama, mama, pick up the phone. Mom, pick up the phone. What is wrong? Pick up the phone. Hey, saying we love you. How sweet. Put the phone on. Pick up the phone. Take it off. Take it off speaker. Okay, 97% of Paris County has no power. Uh, she's drunk. You're drunk, aren't you? Are you drunk? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Is the diabetes affecting you right now? I'm fine. I just got a people over. You need the insulin. Yeah. Uh, so, Mom, how is the damage to Houston? Oh, my God, it's horrendous. Really? Is it really? Pretty much, yes. What's the worst part? Well, at least you're flushing out all those pesky... Refugees. Mm-hmm. The the New Orleans uh, refugees. Yeah, uh, New Orleans was offering us safe passage, and yeah, they were going to give us, you know, thousand, hundred thousand dollar homes for for overnight stays, but not for like a year, like we did them. Mm-hmm. My mom sounds really Mexican tonight. Yeah. Are you drunk? Are you sure you're not drunk? Got the tequila open. I am Mexican, and 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 no, I have not had any Patron shots, but I will if you want me to. No, see, she's my mom. Such a patch. This is the first time you ever talked to my mom. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. This isn't a very good first impression. Hey, mama. This isn't. No. So you, but are, is the house okay? Are you okay? Like Houston's gonna be all right? Well, we had some shingles that are gone, and some water, you know, upstairs, and um, banana trees gone, and a few of uh, the, you know, fans outside are gone. Right. That's 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 and a, some some the fence and add that you have power. Yeah. Like really, when I think about all the people in Houston who should have power, Tracy McGrady, Ron Artest, <laughs> Craig Biggio, and the fact that oh you my have. God, the, the, the Texans game was called off on Monday because of all the damage to Reliance. Yeah, that, that's been moved to week 10 now. Yeah, the Texans are be playing. Is that what they did? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. So, all right, now, Ma, how, now you're you're far in. So, how are you going to go help the people of Galveston? What are you going to go do to volunteer? They're not. Just stay away. I am already sheltering people as it is. Are you charging them anything? Well, of course not. But that's... they did have to bring their booze with them if they uh, to come last year overnight. Obviously, all right, you're drunk. I'm going to let you go. You obviously are. All right, Ma, I love you. I'm glad that you're okay. It's good to hear that Hurricane Ike didn't get you. I'm almost just kind of sad that, um, what's the next one after Ike? Do we know what that one is? Okay, now I hope Josephine comes and hits you too. Because, Josephine's already fizzled out. That's too bad. Well, then I'm pulling for Hurricane Knox. Whatever the K one is, to come in there and just... Why, I, I hate that you have power right now. I no, but I went and bought lots of hurricane supplies, and Karen's over here with her 10,001 canned goods. And water. And, and water. And, 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 yeah, well, drink a little, you luscious. Paper and- um, all right, Ma, I got to let you go. <laughs> I love you. Good luck out there. Bye-bye. Love you. I'll talk to you later. Let, hang up on her, please. <laughs> Sounds like a normal, uh, normal evening and Saturday night in the in the household. Yeah, hundred people there. Oh my goodness! Staying in all the rooms, all the refugees. Leave it to my mom. Only in Texas, only in Houston, will my mom, the Mexican, go and just get all her white friends and save them. All the other people are just out there on their own. She was so drunk already. She's oh, those weren't people that live there. No, no. no. Yeah. yeah, you would think. Already just so drunk as it is with her hurricane party. It is shameful that she has uh, mm-hmm. power right now. Well, um, also, I don't know if you guys filled up on gas this week or if you guys... Uh, I, I didn't. I was one of the dumb ones. Who... I did, actually. I did fill it up a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think to ask her about gas prices. I doubt that they're even open. Yeah, that's true. I couple days i'll go without although i'm sure as you could hear she's full of hot air and there's probably enough alcohol in her breath where she could go in and start up a car jesus my mother's an embarrassment <laughs> every time i, I love home. your mother yeah well that makes one of us and apparently she'll be having some love with her friend karen whatever's going on there i wonder if my mom's ever dabbled I'm willing to dabble in what? Karen. <laughs> I'm willing to bet she has. And this is just one of those excuses. Oh, you know, it was just crazy. It was Hurricane Ike. So I became a. <laughs> oh, jeez. What an embarrassment. All right, that's it. We had such a good show till the end where it fell apart when I got my mom on the phone. And that's where my life fell apart. But I, you know, that, that's kind of. That's a peek into the psyche of Houston right now. Just disheveled and drunk. Yeah. She's so far inland, too. There's nothing going on there. I really am mad that she has power. Because you know why? If she didn't, she'd be sitting there sweating. Losing she'd be a driving little, to your place right now. Sweating, losing a little weight, maybe reading a book, getting an education. Instead, she's there drunk with her white friends. Yeah. Making prank calls to radio stations. She, she should be uh, figuring out how to... Uh, how to teach Palin's children a little bit better. Yeah, that's true. She does do special education. Mm-hmm. There's, your, there's your special education teacher. Oh, boy. Good luck with that.
What's the name of that kid? Trig? Or is that the one that went That's up? Trig. The or is it Tipper? Tipper. Uh, hold on. Let me throw my liberal hat on for a moment. Get that out of the fire along with the flag, please. Mm-hmm. Put this liberal hat on. This trick is crazy. What is it with her and her baby names? Bristol, Trig, Tipper. There's not one really named Tipper. Yeah. I mean, is there? Is that the one that's pregnant? No, that's Bristol. Bristol's the one that's pregnant. What is it with this woman? I don't know. She she likes ESPN. Yeah, she wanted to be on uh, sports. All right, let me take this liberal hat off. All right. Feel better now. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding that Miss Sarah Palin is already on her way to Houston. And it turns out she's just going to walk through the streets of Galveston and the water is going to part so that everyone can get back to their homes. I saw it on the Dredge Report, so it has to be true. Let's see. Where is her children's name? I'm not interested. I need to know if there's a tipper now. I'm almost positive there is. There's not a tipper. There's a tipper, and I think it's the retarded one. It's not. No, no, no. Trip. No. Do you know which one it is? I have no clue. Prop. That's what it is. That's <laughs> the name of it. Prop. All right, you guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend. We'll see you next time in the hideout, possibly with a huge announcement. Uh... Stay tuned for that. And also stay tuned for Joe Radio. Joe Ardinger has a radio show, and he is next right here. Uh, Sacha Patch, you got any final thoughts for this weekend? No, man. I'm looking forward to a good football game. The Redskins are going to stink it up against the Saints. Yep, that's going to happen. And, um, by the way, USC just scored on Ohio State, so it's 7-3 right now, USC. Wow. And uh, other than that, you guys have a really good rest of your uh, people want to know. What the announcement is. Just wait. You'll be yeah, you'll you'll be surprised.